There we go. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of my Patreon podcast. I think it's episode 30. That's 30 of them, dude. 30 in the bag. Exclusive. Exclusives for just you guys listening. Very fun. Very cool. Uh, as uh, I was going to say, as always, but as of just the second one today, producer uh, Dunk is in. Uh, he's in the building. Yep. Okay, and uh, we're just gonna, you know, we're not gonna give too much information about him because we want him to be uh, secretive. Um, and you know, if I ever drop something that's connected to him, I don't want anyone to be able to track him back here. Nope. So you know, um, yeah, you know, life's, dude, a lot's happened since the last time we talked. Um, first of all, I think I think we do have to say right now that um, the Drake thing turns out he's just a good guy. Turns out. Drake kind of rocks. Drake kind of fucking rock. I mean, we it it was a it was a little extreme for him to to throw a rap battle party for. But right, but right. you said that what did he end up doing so, that just made it seem that he's oh he's just actually like fucking cool. Yeah, he showed up just like I mean like twenty minutes late, which is kind of well, that's what you do to your part. Yeah, but that's on time for a you're right mega exactly megastar. But yeah, uh, and then he just wound up. Like he learned that there was no bar in the venue, and he wound up. Sending his runners out to get hundreds of bottles of liquor, and then did Damn. shots and passed them out to the crowd, and just Very hung cool. out inside the crowd. It's like that's that's cool stuff. Now, a part that's of it. me wants to say that he kind of has to do that because if he didn't, the the word would get out and it would make him look really bad. Yep. But I'm give I'm gonna give you the Drake. I'm gonna just give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say probably just. He he could maybe what's what what type of liquor do we think he got? I don't think he got the shittiest one. I'd say he got some nice one. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna go with Ciroc. I was gonna go with the uh, with the trend current trend. I'm gonna say Casamigos. Yeah, he probably and that's not cheap. That's not cheap. And I don't think he has a stake in that. So no Clooney. He was yeah he knows Clooney, but he's not you know he does it's not helping his share. So at the end of the day, look, we'll give it to him. Yes, was it a bit insane for him to still have a rap battle? Yeah, but at the end of the day. When you're that famous, um, you're you live a different kind of lifestyle, and you kind of have to do those crazy things. So we just want to, you know, if there's one thing here that I I try to be upfront about is that if I was mistaken or you know maybe going down the wrong path, it, I'm gonna admit it, dude. I admit that shit. I admit it all the time. I admit that last night I was at dinner with like seven people and. Dude, I was having social anxiety the entire time, and I didn't know what to do. And so instead, I started telling a bunch of different stories. And then while I was telling the stories, I was like, "Well, I don't know why I'm talking about any of this." And then, <laughs> and then, and then at the end, I asked one guy who, um, and this, okay, so here's, I don't think that uh, I don't know if I'm, we're going to have a normal episode this week. So this episode is probably going to be going out to the regular people as well on Sunday because I don't know if I can get a guest before Sunday. And honestly. I don't have it in me, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, sometimes you just got to not do it as much. We we might not we might even be taking a break off in December, not from the Patreon, but from the normal show, because I'm trying to figure out new artwork, new um, new soundtrack, and also where to record because my brother is moving here and it's going to get really tight in here real quick. And I don't know if I want to record in like a generic Gotham studio. He wants me to go to Gotham studio and just the background there. It just look, I can do it. You guys might see me there, but I'm like, I don't know. And this is coming from a guy that's recording with moving blankets surrounding him. So, I mean, that's not like there's not a high bar, but I want it to at least feel like mine and not like I'm just in some 
pay for two hours studio. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on. But um, I did. Um, I did go to a birthday dinner last night with some friends, and um, it ended ended up being fun. But I, I, I'm just realizing now, I don't have it in me to try anymore to be interested in someone. You know, like um, we were at table, we were at the table, and there were seven seven people there, and um, I know all of them. I know three of them pretty well. One of the guys I know, okay. And then um, one of the girls I used to hook up with, and then now she brought her new boyfriend, who I was like, okay, interesting. This guy looked now. Now, number one, I don't, I didn't expect the guys that she hooked up with, or the guys that she dated, to look like me. I'm not the, I'm not her like archetype for sure. But this guy was so different from me that I sat down. I was like, oh, very interesting. Um, You know the thing where you're kind of like, not that I thought it would work out. And not that I even went that far, but you do go like, oh, we wouldn't have worked out. Right. Because if this is the kind of guy, like, we're just not the same. I mean, the kind of guy that's wearing, um, like, painter's pants, you know, that, like, <laughs> like they, they, they go right to where, yeah, yeah, no, nah, but not like you're, I mean, like, like they, there's the about double, a the foot double, between double the bottom of the, the pant yes. to the shoe. Gotcha. It's, just a, it's showing a lot of sock. To where he has to let you know you can't get calf socks. You got to get like almost ankle high socks. And by the way, I complimented him on them because I can't wear those. And I was like, you look good in them, dude. You're a very skinny white guy with a mustache. Fire. 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 Mustache, a couple a couple tattoos. All right. And um, little circle glasses. Fire, dude. Honestly, fire. If I was a girl, I would go. I would have to have this phase of a guy. Okay. Um. <laughs> But I was looking at him, and we were having dinner, and I was kind of like, do I talk to him? Um, does he know? Because I was like, did she? T- I don't think she did because we only hooked up like three times. That would be – what's the what's the rule with when you're with a significant other and then you meet someone you hooked up with? How many times do you have to hook up with this other person before you have to tell your significant other? What do you think? Five times? I think three to three to five. Like it has to be like five a, is pretty. If, you know, if you five is five like times, a couple you, months. You were, you were together. You, you yeah, guys were, yeah. you guys were like hooking up, seeing each other. Okay, if you yeah. if you hooked up two times, you guys hooked up a couple times. You hooked up once but, on accident, and then you come back once, and that's it. Both of them were on purpose for me. I hope they were on purpose for her as well. But uh, yes, I know what you're saying. Yes, um, <laughs> but it, we weren't hooking up. We weren't hooking up. Right. And I also saw last night that I was the last person to text her. I was left. I was left on red by her, which which actually weirdly made me feel better because I was like, "Oh, okay, good for uh, her. She's, yeah, she's over good it. for her. She's over it. Also, she can't be like he didn't. You know, he didn't. Tr- whatever. I granted the text was at ten o nine p.m. I don't know if that's too late. And it wasn't like a come over and blow me text. It was like, hey, it was you know, yeah. It was not. I would never. There's a ninety nine percent of chance I wouldn't say that. Well, there's. I, Almost never have said. I don't actually. I don't. I never know. I haven't though. I have. I have not said that. But so anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at this guy, and I'm just like, "Does he know?" I'm going through all these things in my head, and I'm getting that like tightness in my chest where I go, "Why am I uncomfortable right now?" But I am, and I go, "I don't know if it's because of him. I don't know if it's because she's there." And I'm kind of trying to be like, "Is she going to be?" There's a lot going on. So then I fall back onto the. Let me just tell a bunch of stories. Uh, a bunch of crazy shit that's happened to me, and then also 
I mean, dude, at some point I go, hey, anyone watching Succession? And then one person says yes. And I go, all right, man, I tried. I almost wanted to be like, hey, Steve Bannon got indicted. Like, I just want, like, just to talk about something. Because the table wasn't a, it wasn't coherent. Like, it wasn't a, no, it wasn't a cogent conversation. There was two people talking over here. Like, the other friend who, um, one of, it was one of my good friend's birthdays. Her little sister is involved in comedy. And her um, boyfriend is also involved in comedy. And they both get it. They're funny. They, we kind of speak the same language. So we were able to talk immediately about a bunch of different shit, SNL, all this bullshit, whatever. We talked about it immediately. So it was easy to talk with them. And then I, after we were talking for about a couple of minutes, I realized the couple was just not talking to anyone. And then my hypervigilant brain is like, is this shitty? Should I try to bring the, you know? So I try to bring them in. Um doesn't work. I will tell the story that I told because, um, I mean, it worked fine, but it just never felt like it was. And then at this point, you go, oh, now I'm overthinking everything that's happening at the right. table. So thank God the squid showed up. Um, it was good squid. Honestly, it was a good Greek restaurant. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, didn't have rice, by the way. The world has been <laughs> throwing me um, crazy people the past three days, sure. and I'm thankful for it, honestly. Um but the waiter, old Greek guy, he comes up. I order the squid. Um, wish it was octopus, but squid will do. That'll do, pig. Squid will do. And um, uh, he, he, oh, yeah. And, they, and then, oh, yeah, dude, it was so weird. They were like, oh, do you feel, like, do, do, do you guys know people that feel weird about eating squid and octopus because um, they're smart? And I go, yeah, I get that. But then that also brings up the, the idea where it's like if you value intelligence um, with whether you eat something or not, does that mean that you value people that are less intelligent right. than you? Um, which I think was it's a one-to-one. But maybe not a easy dinner conversation to maybe bring up. <laughs> maybe a little intense to bring up. But I brought it up, slammed that, slammed that topic on the table, and then – she. The girl was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, well, they're all that. And then I just, in order to back put, I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I don't fucking care about anyone. Uh, no, I was like, I don't value most people. Like, I just was like, oh, I'm just going to be the biggest nihilist ever. And um, so then I brought up uh, my octopus teacher. I don't know if you've heard of that. That's that movie on Netflix. So I bring that up as a, because um, you know, I'm trying to warm the table up, dude. I'm hosting the table. I'm trying to get the, trying to get everyone loose. And um, I bring up my octopus teacher and then I explain it in like a hyper, like hyperbolic kind of funny way. Bombs. (laughs) Bombs. I go, okay, so the table. All right. They're not, they're not in the mood. I go, I I saw my octopus teacher. It's fine. Um, But this, but that all leads to waiter comes up and he's like, Okay, what do you want with the uh, squid? And I go, oh, rice. We're in a Greek restaurant. I'm, you know, rice is essential. 60, Mediterranean 60% food. Rice. Sixty percent rice. Also, Mediterranean food in general. Rice is essential. The guy goes, "I'm out of rice." I go, "What did you say?" He goes, "We don't have any more rice." I say. You don't have any more rice. 
to him. He goes, and then he makes a really bad joke, which was, yeah, I had a lot of Chinese tables earlier. And I go, okay, I'll have the potatoes. Like, I don't know how to deal with the fact that this guy not only made um, not even a quasi-racist, like a race, a bad, I mean, not a horrible fucking Charlottesville racist joke, but a bad, hacky racist joke. Just a lazy, Lazy. yeah, racist joke, which, number one, I'm sorry, is not believable in a Greek (laughs) restaurant. I don't even believe the premise of your joke that there have been a lot of Chinese people in the restaurant. And number two, what what am I supposed to get from that? Hey, you know how Chinese people be eating all the rice. Like, is that what I'm supposed to take? I, w- I would say that I think Chinese people probably eat the same amount of rice that anyone that shows up there. Because, Like, I've never been in a restaurant and then seen a Chinese person at a table and then been like, oh, they had six helpings of rice. No, that's not how they work. That's not how it works at all. And so we said this, and I just was like, he was behind me, and my face was like, okay, I'll have the – like, I just didn't have the energy for to be like, well, I cannot believe this man just made this joke. But even more than that, you're a restaurant. Have rice. That's part of being a restaurant. That's the basis of being – if you don't have rice as a restaurant, guess what? You're not open. <laughs> Go to the store, get rice, reopen. Put up that little thing that says, be back in 15 minutes and go get more rice. Or I don't, there's other restaurants. We're, dude, we're on a major street. There's other restaurants. Order, order rice from another restaurant. Honestly, to not have rice is like, I actually don't know what to compare it to because it's one of the biggest staples. I would say it's arguably as insane as a Italian place not having pasta. Yep, it's almost at that level. I would say the, the pasta's a little bit more extreme for an Italian place, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. I would say it's, according to this guy, it's, ins- <laughs> it's as insane as a Chinese place not having rice. But if I look at Greek cuisine, and ch- I, would, I, I think rice is in almost every Greek cuisine, in most Caribbean cuisine, as it is in most Asian cuisine. Every Latin cuisine? Yeah. I don't. I actually didn't know you could run out of rice. It's everywhere. It's so easy to buy. I have five pounds of rice in my pantry. I haven't used in months, and I make rice every day. I still have. I still somehow have never gone through it. And this is a major restaurant that doesn't have rice, dude. You could have by the time. He told me that he could have went to Dwayne Reed, bought some shitty, nice, you know, the Dwayne Reed, like, brand rice. Could have bought nice rice, thrown it in a boiling pot of water, made it, and it would have been ready by the time the food came out. But instead, I think the thing that pissed me off about it was I was like, oh, you're just lazy, bro. Not even that. I think you fucked up. You didn't order the rice. And then now... You're just going, hey, we're out of rice. Like, I'm supposed to go, oh, you're out of the swordfish. Oh, oh, that makes perfect sense because swordfish is a very hot commodity and there's not a lot of it. So, of course, there's no rice. Just like swordfish. You have to farm the swordfish. And I, I honestly, I wish you would have said the supply chain. If he had been, it would have been like, oh, you know, the supply chain. I would have get, hey, okay, 
at least this guy's up in the how do you feel about the indictment of Steve Bannon? At least I, at least he would have been up on it. But instead, nah, no rice. So that was ended up ended up honestly warming the table up. So right because everyone I think together we we all concluded it was insane that he said that, and also that there was no rice. It's like when someone is on a subway acting a certain way, then everybody else on the friends. subway is best you all friends. become friends. Yep, friendship forms through. Um, Active, shared viewing of something insane, or I would say active, shared hatred of something. Some of my best friendships have actually come from me seeing something or me talking shit about something and then someone else being like, I also hate that. And I go, okay, cool. Um, Because I actually don't care about the things you like. I actually care more about the things you don't like. Because if we are on the same page about the things we don't like, we're good. But if you really like something and I hate it, Kind of, in, it's gonna not be possible for me to to be friends with you. <laughs> it really isn't. In relationships, you should start off with what do you hate, and then I go, what do I hate, and then if it's like there's gonna be if there's some non-stars in there, you might as well end it. If if I go like, oh, I hate, I hate Twitter speak, and then they go like, well, yes, Queen, <laughs> then I go, there's not, this isn't gonna happen. Respect. If they go, well, well, if they go. Well, respectfully, you didn't understand the assignment. I go, well, respectfully, I'm getting the fuck out of here because you don't have a personality. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Twitter speak. It's, um, it's insane. Um, but, you know, some people speak like that. It's completely fine. Uh, so he, um, he leaves and then he comes back when he serves the food and he, like, tells the other dude across from me, the boyfriend... Uh, to move his plate so that him and the girlfriend can share together and, like, pushes the plate right there. And he does it so aggressively that the guy goes, yo, dude, chill out. Like, the the dude was all over the place. Now, of course, at the end, we still tipped him well because um, in my head, I'm like, I'm doing this out of spite. He doesn't know. He'll never learn. He's also too old. And I go, this guy's, honestly, this guy's 55 working at a Greek restaurant. Maybe I understand a bit of his rage. And maybe at this point I go, you've given up a bit, so you are going to make just Chinese jokes at a rest. Like, okay. You're like, hey, my he kind of has power in that. He goes, let's see how much I can get away with with them not leaving the table. And I think he's realized Chinese guests equal no rice is kind of – where it's at because everyone goes that was weird but guess what we still eat there we still we still you know now will i go back definitely not but it it wasn't bad enough for me to leave but it was just bad enough for be like everyone noticed that right (laughs) right and for me to talk shit about it won't go now if he had said one other thing that's when you go dude what's the deal what's the deal bro What's the deal? He's like, oh yeah, we're also out of plantains. You know, we had a lot of we, we had a lot of Guatemalans here. You go, what are you talking? What are actually? What are you talking about? I think is what I would say. Actually, hey, with all due respect, respectfully, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Okay. Well, also, you have a very very diverse cli- clientele that's showing up to this Greek restaurant on on in Astoria. Now, Astoria noted is. Arguably the most diverse place in the world. I think in the world, yeah. is the most diverse place in the world. So, 
<laughs> Am I seeing from both sides? <laughs> oh yes. But I still think if I could see the footage, if I could subpoena the footage, if I could, if I could ask for, uh, what is it, Fo- FOA? Freedom of Information Act, yeah. FOA. If I could ask for a FOA, which, by the way, I wouldn't need to... Doesn't need to apply do, Doesn't it. need a FOA for that at all. It's a private business. I probably wouldn't get it. But if I could, and I, I actually... I would turn in a FOA. I would submit a FOA just to show them how serious I was, and I could get the tape. I would argue, Counselor, maybe one Chinese person came in, and guess what? They were actually Filipino. He can't even tell the difference, is what I would argue. But so this all happens to food. Good. I think actually good enough for us to forget. That's the problem. If food is good enough, you can forget about a lot of bad shit. It wasn't amazing to where I don't talk about this. Or no, it wasn't amazing enough to where I return. But it was good enough to where I was like, well, the squid would be good, though. The squid squid do be hitting, though. So I was like, all right. But you know what? you know what it would have made it a lot better? Is rice. Rice would have made it better. I, I rice actually would have would have made it a lot better. But so um we we finish and I realize, you know, oh, I haven't talked to this guy across the table at all. I I feel like I should do that. I was like, that's the, you know, because again, like I said, I can't try to like someone, but I can try to see what's up with them before right. I decide. I'm not I'm not really with it anymore. Um, so then I ask him at the end, and I will say it's in passing, it was a little bit of a drive-by questioning, but I was trying. I go, hey, we and I forgot his name. So I just sure. I just addressed him and I said, What do you do? Hey, you know, not the best way to start, but there wasn't there wasn't really anywhere else to go. Because right. he there was no insertion of, of um him in the conversation. And I go, maybe he doesn't want to, be, you know, because as a, as a boyfriend, I can understand, you know, your girlfriend wants you to come to this thing and you're like, I don't really want to be here. So then you hang back. I, I do it. I'll, I'll do it again. I mark my words. I'll do it when I go meet whatever next girlfriend I have, her friends. I might do it. But also, if I'm in the mood, I'll be like, let me turn it on so sh- she thinks I tried. Right. And granted, this also wasn't a table of six women. Because I will say, if that's the dynamic, a little bit different. different. That's that is when you hang back because you're like, ladies, have you know, have your let have your fun, okay? Tonight it's not for it's not it's not FTB, it's FTG, it's for the girls tonight, it's for FTL, it's for the ladies. ladies. And I'm chilling back, and I'm not I'm not going to mansplain anything to you. I'm not even going to speak. I'm not even going to manspeak. I'm just going to let you guys have your time. But so I go, hey, what do you do? And he goes. I work in tech, which at this point, I would have rather him said, I don't want to talk about it because that's, that's what you're saying when you say that. That's not an answer. That's so broad. That's like me. It's like me saying I work in hospitality, you know, (laughs) oh, I serve people. What? I mean, where? so many follow up questions, where, when, what do you, but, but, but period. And also, I don't get why tech people think that's enough. And whenever they say that, it kind of sounds like they work for some kind of secret secret project for the government they can't talk about. And then to add – so, so then he, he says that. You know, me being an interested 
uh, civilian and someone who's trying to see, I go, let me follow up. I go, what do you, I go, what do you, um, what do you do in tech? For who? I go, for who? And he goes, for, verbatim. I just, I just like poo poo around the computer all day. <laughs> okay. All right. I tried, man. I really, I really actually, I really did try. And you've given me two non answers, almost to a point where I go, the fuck is, the fuck is up? You know, I'm trying, dude. <laughs> You're going to give me two of the most bullshit answers I've ever heard in my life. And look, I get hating your job, dude. I've hated every job I have, but I'll still talk to you about it and talk shit or give something. I so then he asked, what do you do? And I go, I work for a moving company. And then I do um, stand up, uh, which I don't really like to, to say to, ra to like random people, but he's like a friend. I, I, I figured someone would tell like if he talked to someone else after they would ask and then they would say, right. oh, he does this. And then you don't want them to be like, well, why didn't he just say that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he goes, OK, where do you perform? And then I go, I go, I just poo poo around different comedy clubs around the city. I was like, I got, I was in my head. I was like, I had to do it. Had to do it. And then he laughed, broke the tension. But it was also like, a, hey, man, just say, just give me an elevator pitch of what you do. I'm an engineer. I, 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 I'm working on machine learning, AI, something, bro. I'm trying to get in. You're, you're one of the, I'm, I'm, this is one dude to another trying to connect. Now, did it make me think maybe he does know that I fucked his now girlfriend? <laughs> yes, oh, but shit. still probably not. Um, but just weird interaction to where, and it, it's getting closer and closer to me, for me, to where I almost want to go. And I, I know it's not socially, I would say, acceptable, um, productive, uh, couth. But it's getting to the point where I kind of want to be like, why aren't you answering my question? Like, I almost want to just be straightforward, be like, hey, why aren't you, like, why aren't you answering? What? In I mean, if so. It's condescending to say. To, it is kind it, of it, condescending. To, to, to minimize your own job that much, to say I poo-poo around the computer. It makes it sound, you know what it sounds like? It, it you wouldn't it get it. You, you wouldn't for, get it, stupid, bald right. man. Right. You wouldn't get it. And I go... You know what? I probably wouldn't, right. but still explain it to me so I can lie to you and <laughs> say I do and feel better about myself. It's not about you, dude. It's about me, okay? At the end of the day. And you don't have to go fat into it. Look, I understand people are like, what do you do? I go, I'm a comedian, blah, blah, blah. They go, oh, that's so interesting. And then it's the same, et cetera, et cetera. But tech is different because no one thinks they can do tech. So when people ask me questions about comedy, it's always like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Or they like to give you their take you know yeah. oh this is funny this is why i think it's funny if he told me oh i do um i i do world mapping for blah blah, blah i'd be like oh that's so fucking cool where do you want to go with it like i would actually be like right. let me hear about that because that's some cool shit but instead he thought my little pea brain couldn't understand it and he's not wrong but he's also not right it's somewhere in between okay and it all goes back to it it it's one step below we don't have rice is kind of what he did to me. It was, a, it was one step below we don't have rice. Dismissal. Dismissal. And then he, made, and then he did a joke. It actually is the exact same thing. <laughs> we don't have rice. A.K.A. I work in tech. What do you mean you don't have rice? Well, what kind of tech? I poo-poo around. Uh, Chinese people came and eat all the rice. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's similar. 
it's similar in there. They're they're tangent. They're tangentially connected. Those and two. I, but it was great because I said, I give up. I give up <laughs> on ever knowing you, and that's nice because it's one less person. But I, I give up, and that's great. And look, he had great pants, good glasses. <laughs> All right, I think he was wearing. They might have been corduroys. Nice. I don't know what they were. Are you wearing corduroys? I am wearing corduroys. No. Yeah, I mean, you can cut this if you want. But last uh, last Sunday, I hung out with a kid who I hooked up with his current girlfriend. But one on one in my apartment, he came over because he wanted to learn what I do. Does he? Do you think he knows? I think he does. And I was stressed. Weird. So yep. Weird. I was for like two hours before he showed up. I was like, "Am I about to be?" Am I a lick right now? Is he about to show yeah. up with people? And <laughs> oh no, I don't think he's gonna. That no. would be crazy if he came to like if he came with like two goons That's to break I mean. your legs. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, but that he, would be wild. He really just was like wanted to hang out, and I was like, oh, this is also weird. I think that's probably why I was I was uh, I felt so uncomfortable at dinner. Was the entire time I was like, is this weird? Does he know? Is she thinking about it? That's probably not, because most of the time people. Here's the thing: people say. No one's ever thinking about you as much as they as you think they are, which is true. However, there have been multiple occasions in my life where I see someone and the first thing I think is about them. And it is a thought that I go, if they knew I was thinking this, they'd be super uncomfortable. So sometimes they are thinking about you and all your anxieties and insecurities are right, actually, which is the worst part about it because you never know. And so I go, most likely she wasn't, he wasn't, but there's a small chance that she was like, by the way, one of the guys here I used to hook, I really fucking hope not. I don't think I'm ever, well, luckily, lucky for me, I don't think any of the women that I've hooked up with on a consistent basis um, will meet my next girlfriend, but yeah, you can tell though sometimes, like if we ran into each other on the street and the person, and the person does this face to go, oh, hey, like <laughs> that face, yeah, that happened to me once, oh, with this girl, Rachel, I was on a date with another girl, we were in line, we were going to UCB actually, which like... I did not want to do because I was like doing improv at the time, but the girl wanted to go and she was very pretty. Um, um, fucking, it was a lot of fun. And except for the, well, I'm not actually going to go into that. Um, <laughs> there's a little, little bit of a volume problem to where I was like, I do have neighbors and, uh, she was into yoga. She was very free. If you get what I'm saying. Um, but I ran, I run into this other person, Rachel, and she does the face where she's like, Hot, like sees her, sees her, sees me. We hadn't talked for like three weeks, so it's still kind of fresh. Yeah. She goes, "Oh, hey, Dylan," and I was like, "Hey, Rachel." The other girl, thank God, so oblivious, sure, so not just not there. You know, yoga girl, a little airy, I'll say. That's Talking that's to her crazy friend, that he would say that. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's insane. You would say that, bro. Um, we start talking, but then she starts doing this thing where she she goes, how are your brothers? Are they still, and starts listing off shit that's like, she knows they're doing, and I was like, oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm also like, she's not paying attention at all, so. 
And then it ended. I don't know, it just reminded me of that. Uh, no idea why. Um, yeah, but that was uh, that was that interaction last night being thrown with. So it's like that the waiter, and then the guy who the boyfriend who he was fine, but also just a bit kind of like, you know what sucks about it? That's how I'll always remember him. I won't. I'll remember him as poo poo guy. I don't remember anything else. That's what I remember him as. Sure. Um, and that's I think uh, the moral of the story, guys, is that you have to remember that um, you choose how other people remember you. So that for, you gotta make a good first impression. Don't fuck it up, is what I'm saying. Turn you know, turn on the charm, first impression, or at least don't do something insane. Or if you do, make it a you know, make it a choice. Hey, I want this person to remember me as the one right. that said, I told you I'm gluten-free and threw the pita on the ground. At least then you're something. making a yeah, at least do something. And but the the third crazy person that I ran into. So I went to Vegas and um this past week for uh my dad's birthday. Um, which I don't know, just sounds sad. I don't know why it does, but it does sound sad. It sounds really sad. And, um, it wasn't, but like kind of was, uh, it wasn't cause I was happy to see my brothers and my dad, but I think going to Vegas for anyone's birthday over the age of 24 is yeah. not a good look unless you're like 80 and it's their last yeah. hurrah. And then, you know, it's you get with Michael Caine and. Morgan Freeman bucket list or no, whatever. No, there's another one where they all wear Yankee hats. I forget the name. Oh, it's, it's the funniest shit in the whole world. Have, did you see it? Have you seen no, it? No, I've never seen it. But like the opening scene is Michael Caine in a wheelchair with a Yankee hat trying to rob a bank or something. Is it Michael Caine, the Douglas, going in style? Going in style, baby. Going in <laughs> style. Okay, hold on. I actually want to watch the trailer for this. Are they supposed to be dying or? I think you know. I it think has a six point six on IMDb for which, which for this movie is a lot better than right. I thought it would be. Um, people love to when they see Morgan Freeman be like, you know, he didn't get famous until he was sixty-five. People love to like drop that knowledge, like it means they're going to get famous at sixty-five, or yeah, or like to, or they say it to me, and I go, the fuck are you trying? You trying to say it's going to take me forty more years? Hey, thanks a lot. Just so you know, it took a while for Morgan Free. Okay, bro, grind it out. Okay. Uh. Where is this? Okay, here we go. I think it's pretty old. I think it's, you know... 2017. Oh, yeah, five. Actually, 2016. No, wait. The trailer was in 2016, but it came out... So, 20, yeah. Ah, December 16th. Okay. Hey, six million views. I'd say good like ratio, too. Great like ratio. Six million views, a lot more than I thought it would have. <laughs> Look at these. Um, how many comments does it have? A thousand comments. Oh, no. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Do they say that? In this movie? Uh, Harvey Dent says that in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Okay, Two yeah. Two-Face. Oh, yeah. I was like, there's no way or, they say that Joker in this movie. says it. Yeah, but no, I would... I will say, though, whoever did the um, Photoshop, Photoshop of this <laughs> should be fired. Should actually never work in Hollywood again. It's so bad the that it looks like they just took their... It looks like they, they made their... They rendered their faces from scratch. <laughs> And then put them on other people's bodies. 
the drop shadow on their chins is a little heavy. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a smooth chin with a with a yeah, with deep a sh- shadow. I mean, the shadow on this is his like, jaw. His jaw would need, or his you know, his neck would have to be seven, eight inches. He'd be like, behind, yeah, if you're talking about lighting, he'd be yeah. all the right, <laughs> crazy, exactly. And also, I don't think he's six, six feet. Foot. <laughs> yeah, I know Morgan Freeman's like six two. I get that, but and Morgan, let's we got to watch Michael this Kane. though. I might actually watch this you tonight. See who it's directed by? Oh, who's it's directed by? Scroll down. Wait, Zach Braff. <laughs> That's a good addition. I do like that addition. I do. See, I, in some ways, I'm like Hollywood, keep making movies like this. I'm like, yep. make the dumb. I go to my, my brother saw that movie, um, Red, whatever. Red it's Notice. I Red watched Notice. it last night. And here's what they said about it. I haven't seen it. They go, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. All I want. Every single moment you. You can, and you that's that's happen. it. That's perfect. That's why, that's why all of the um, Fast and Furious movies do well. Even though the last one was so fucking insane, I was like, they should not do anymore. But even then, I go, this is great. Perfect. I know what I'm getting into. That's why Michael Bay movies were good because you knew yep. what you were getting: explosions, tits, not a lot of dialogue that mattered at all, and and the the the, the good person, the the you know. Uh, it prevails at the end. Um, not positivity prevails, but good prevails at the end. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, but that's what you want. Not not any of these like... A24. A24 bullshit <laughs> where, at, where you're like, oh, I think he's going to win. Oh, never mind. All of his family gets COVID-21 and fucking dies. <laughs> like, that's really what it's at now. That's the end uh, of this movie. That's the end of this movie. That's the A24 version of this movie. They get lined up and mowed down by a firing squad in Vietnam for some reason. And you're like, what? It gets exposed that they're Nazi, they're Nazi soldiers. And they all get me too And they get me too and they get publicly hung oh from the God. Washington Monument. And, you're, and then everyone's like, God bless. And then it's the Founding Fathers. And then it's the start of the purge. And, that's what, and there's a 45-second scene of like a flaming skull for no reason in the A24. And then also like um, the devil exists. Just, you know, just out of, yeah. As a, as a physical, yeah. I just I don't well, I hate that. We just we just need the normal. I watched I was in the plane. I watched that movie um Four Christmases. Sure. Reese Witherspoon. Sure. Um Vince Vaughn. And I I'm not going to lie to you. I was like I miss Vince Vaughn a little bit. <laughs> I miss him. Just dumb, st- just dry, stupid, did what he had to do, wasn't trying too hard, you know? The snarkiness I think the Ryan Reynolds took over. Ryan Reynolds does a better Vince Vaughn. He does a better snark. He does a better Vince Vaughn. He's more attractive, for sure. Correct. But yeah. Vince had his own lane, had some definite classics out there. Sure. Maybe he just got too old. Because that coming from a guy that's like 38 to 44 is cool, that's but right. coming from like a guy in his 50s <laughs> is kind of like, haven't you grown out? Yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. haven't you grown out? Yeah, maybe maybe that's partially what it is. Having so, a spunky dodgeball team when you're 63 yeah. doesn't really... Hit the same. I will say though, watching it, I was like, man, some of these jokes are just so outdated and <laughs> not good. Um, but I still watched all of it, and it showed me that even I have the like dumb desire for a cute ending. Where, like, look, dude, I knew yep. what was happening in the first five minutes. Yep. <laughs> they're all, oh, they go on vacation. We don't want kids. As soon as they say we don't want kids, I go, well, they're gonna have kids at the end of this, for sure, and. And guess what? All of the tropes 
even worked on me. So I went, I mean, I'm just... I mean, maybe the guy was right. He should have just said he poo-poos around because I'm stupid enough to just lo- love four Christmases yes. that... Um, but going in style with I guarantee I'd cry at the end of this movie. Of course. It's about Rose death and stuff. Luke, the only choice she's got. She's not going to move to a farm in those yields. She's kissed them all with her tongue. She's a walking venereal disease. Chase. Oh, I'm seeing an overdrawn balance in your daily checking. Yeah, my mortgage payment tripled. I disclosed the possibility of a rate hike during your refi. Do you remember that? Uh, oh, okay. So, so first of all, we're supposed to believe that Michael Caine doesn't have money. Right. Just already kind of like, all right. Um, and it's also just so funny being like, I'll expose my from for my mortgage payment. What is it? Right here. Hold on. There's a possibility of a rate hike during your refi. Do you remember that? Where is it? What is what is happening? <laughs> what? How did I just skip a movie? Do you remember that? Oh, here we go. Withdrawn balance in your daily checking. Yeah, my mortgage payment. My mortgage payment. Disclosed the possibility of a rate hike during your refi. Do you remember that? Gets robbed. The three men walked off with one point six million dollars. Wow. Choreographed it like a dance. Like a dance. Right in the prison. They didn't get caught. I mean, what an insane premise that an old man watches a bank get robbed (laughs) and he goes. We should do that. And he goes. Yeah, he goes, we should do that. It was so easy. Like, that's what he's thinking instead of him being scared for his life. It's a dance. Yeah, he's like, it's just like a dance. You see that show Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> it's just like that. Semtex Steel has oh, frozen all pension payments. Okay, so what they do yeah, is they, yeah, yeah. they make all of them have no money. Big man, little man story. It's great. Yeah. Okay, so so we know what's happening. They're, and so what, they are going to decide to huh? rob... Will manage the liquidation of the fund. These banks practically destroyed this country, and nothing ever happened. Oh, they're making it about the banks, right. so then everyone's big man, small Everyone's man. on their yeah. side, the two, and then he has a little dot. I want to rob that bank. Let's go get our money back. And then everyone's <laughs> like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I will say, <laughs> if there, there's no group of three people I root for more to rob a bank. Than these three old guys. It's a good group. Three old guys being like, let's rob a bike. Oh, yeah, you're like, uh, yes. And I, I'm going to watch it. And what have you guys done your whole lives? Yeah. I'm like, how do you have no money? <laughs> you're 85 years, old and you're 85 years old and you're paying a mortgage. You're- and it's like, oh, but he has a granddaughter that he cares about. Oh, now we're okay with it. Right. Oh, is this, is this them casing the joint? Oh, my God. <laughs> This is amazing. Right back. I don't want to stay in the car. It's hot in here. Oh, uh, and then classic old man jokes. Hello, I gotta get some chicken thighs. Breasts are better than thighs, don't you think? Oh, here we go. Anybody walked off with a whole pork loin? Jump in the basket. Who the hell do you think I am? E.T. Oh, okay. Oh, this is yeah, really bad. Sure. <laughs> She's looking like a Colombian drug mule. And I, you know what's crazy though? I bet you I'd love every, every second, second of it shit. because I know what it is. I watch the trailer and I go, this is going to have really bad hacky jokes. Mm-hmm. It's going to have people being over the top doing slapsticky humor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shooting a gun and falling backward. <laughs> and I will say, pistols have a lot of kickback. That's a bit much. That's, That's a bit much. It's slapsticky. We're going to need professional help. You think? You 5 old? 
we're practically eight oh. There we go. There we go, Kane. And he's wearing the French hat. Now, I mean... They all love hats. Going in style. I'm not going to lie. I thought this movie was about them going to Vegas one last time, but it's about them robbing a bank. Um, it's great, though. I... <laughs> I... It would be funny, though, if it ended with them trying to rob the bank and then they all just got shot. <laughs> <laughs> they all just get shot. Like, like, like brutally shot. <laughs> To the point where, like, it, they, it, it's, they all get shot in the head, and you see, see them get right. shot in the head, and it's, like, really graphic, and you're like, holy fuck, I did. That would actually be a good A24 ending. Love it. Where the guy that they go, who is professional help, was actually setting them up, right. and he's from the ET, ATF or whatever, the alcohol, what is that, uh, right? Alcohol, tobacco, and firearm, right? He's from the ATF. <laughs> sure. He's from the ATF. He's setting them up. Right. They're all shot. Turns out Michael Caine actually abused his, his oh, granddaughter. Sure. And then that's, <laughs> that's where it could go. Now, I like this version more, right. but I also would be at least happy with that one. Going in style, though. Yeah, that's... But so I was in Vegas not going in style. Staying in a, um, a hotel that was... I'm just going to say fine. It was fine because um, we were there for two days. But I think the thing that was wor- so bad about it was... Um, I mean, the people in Vegas are just disgusting, just just slugs, just slime, just the just 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 people, and from all walks of life, the worst type of people. And I was just like, "Damn, dude, I really don't like this place, and I don't know if I have to come back ever again." But at least for like eight years. <laughs> and also, everyone's wearing masks, and like gambling with masks sucks ass. Um. I lost my, I didn't even actually care about losing, I mean, of course I cared about losing money, but like I was playing, so uh, it could be fun when you're playing, you at least go like, okay, I was, I was putting up my money and risking it, and like that's what part of the fun was, and it was a good time, but dude, I mean, walking around, I, we also, we went to an off, str- oh, no. off strip casino sure. to eat with family, and it was, there were 10 people there. The bill was hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it was so cheap, I was confused. Right. It was fifteen dollars a person, and people ordered alcohol. Oh my god! Multiple rounds of alcohol. So that sh- tells you the kind of establishment we were at. I had, I had, I got an entree and a side. I gave, I pay. I was like, it was so embarrassing. I was like, I'm giving you guys twenty dollars. Like, I'm not even. There's no. And then people start, started to be like, um. How are we going to split the bill? And I'm like, split the bill? Dude, I can pay for this. I'm the poorest one at this table. And I almost want to be like, guys, I'll cover it. Um, it I mean, just, it's, dude, it's, Vegas sucks ass. It's a fucked up thought. It's really fucked up, actually. And I don't actually mean it, but it's, it's a, I was walking there and I was seeing all these people walk by. And a caliber of people. And I was like, pandemic didn't work well enough. I swear to God, it was it was, <laughs> was partially a thought I had. It's not real. It's a fucking joke. Of course, a lot of fucking people died. And I feel yeah. really bad about that. But some of the people that made it through, I was like, shouldn't have made it through. Is kind of the thought that I had. <laughs> is seeing this. Go to Vegas and tell me you don't also think that. I was like, God damn. Did go to Gordon Ramsay's 24-hour burger, though. That was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. 
That was that was the highlight of the trip. But on the on the flight back, um, uh, I'm getting on this flight, and this is not like a you know frontier forty dollar flight where I would I would expect more crazies, right? Sure. Just it's just a normal United flight. Um, I flew from Vegas to San Francisco. I had a layover in San Francisco, then went to New York. So I'm I'm waiting there. Sit down. Planes filling up. There's only like 30, 40 people. So it's pretty empty. Mm-hmm. This guy walks in. I'm not paying attention. I just hear this guy go. The flight attendant says, Hi, welcome. Hi, welcome, sir. And he goes, Hey, how's it going, beautiful? And I go, <laughs> oh, So I, at that point, if I was a dog, my ears would have gone up. <laughs> ears would have perked up. Perked up, and if it was a cartoon dog, they would have perked up and turned. Right, right. they would have turned, or a big megaphone would have turned on one of them. <laughs> and uh, so I, I think I always assume the best. So I go, oh, this guy must know the flight attendant. He must be a flight attendant from another flight, mm-hmm. and he's fucking with her. You know, he sees her. He goes, oh, he's like, oh, it's it's like Cheryl. Oh, hey, hey, beautiful, how's it going, Charlene? You know, whatever, like that kind of stuff. Turn around. Not the case at all Um, because he sits down and he's one of those guys that like you're like, what's up with you? You know, it's like you're you're just there's something off. I don't know if it's like. And I I was talking to someone the other day and they wanted to say like, oh, is he like spectrum But I I actually don't like think it it is that because no, just more like. You know those like really nice, just dumb people. Sure. And I don't mean dumb, and even in, in like a pejorative way. I just mean like, or you know what? Simple. Sure. Just a simple guy. Yep. Simple guy from Hawaii. Kept saying, "I don't fly a lot," because he kept doing shit that you were like, "What?" Like the the bins were closed, and he he opened them to try to put his stuff in. And I was and I was like, don't open that because, by the way, I had opened it because it was closed. Because I walk in, there are like ten bins closed, right? So I've flown a lot. I see a lot of bins closed. If I just see if I just see the back bins closed, I'm not going to mess with them. But if it's the bins over ten rows up, I go, you know, because the planes are never consistent. So it could be that they just forgot to open those. It could be that sometimes a flight attendant will close a bin and there's still room in there. So I open it. The flight attendant watches me open it. And then I see that it's full. I go to close it. It's like broken. It won't close. It takes like 10 times. And while I'm doing it, she's just making direct eye contact with me. And she goes, the bins are closed for a reason, sir. And I go, oh, fuck, you're one of those, dude. You're one of those flight attendants that has a power trip. And you're and <laughs> and what you could have done to prevent all of this was to just say, oh, sir, actually, there's actually stuff in there. But instead, you wanted to feel like you wanted me to feel dumb. Look at this idiot. Look at you fucking idiot. You dumb pig. All right. Look at you. You don't know how to you 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 don't follow the rules. Listen to everything the flight attendant says because because they get on this power trip because when they're flight I swear to God, dude, I'm sorry. And if any flight attendants listen, guys, <laughs> I'm sorry, but some of you are really fucking annoying and get this weird power trip flying like you do an insanely important job that's hard to do and it's not hard to do at all. It's not. 
It really is not. I know people that do flight attendant jobs as their second job <laughs> so they can get free flights. That's what it's not that hard of a job. I know you guys have to deal with insane people. And I I empathize with that. And I it sucks. Um but also you guys can duct tape them to a <laughs> fucking seat and are protected by the law to do that, which is kind of cool. So you do have some power. Yeah, you deal with... I mean, when's the last time you've heard of... A, I mean, I, I, I think recently actually a flight attendant was accosted. So that shit does happen every now and then. But also, that happens at bodegas all the time. You don't hear... That's not in the news. People like all the time... You know, one flight attendant gets accosted. It's over CNN all over the place. Oh, the world's going mad. Someone, someone gets almost stabbed at Chili's once a week or at Wendy's and no one says shit, you know? So it's like, ha, like have a little bit of um, realizing where, like, you know, ha, ha, be, be, it's relative. But um, so she already, that already kind of, I was like, okay, you know, this, I'm going to have to deal with this lady the entire flight. That's fine. It's all good. I was like, hey, you know what? It's all good. She's right. I shouldn't have done it. I'll go put it somewhere else. Not a big deal. I'm going to sit down. Let me give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's had a long pandemic. It's all good. But then this guy walks in. He sits down. He goes tor- towards it. I go, don't do that, dude. It's closed. And he goes, I don't fly a lot. Then he goes to the one right next to it and then goes to open that one. I go, not that one either, man. None of the closed ones. And he goes, oh, well, I don't want to put it in the open ones because I feel like I might take someone's spot. The plane's done boarding. There's 30 people on the flight. So I'm like, like, okay. I go, dude, just put it there, man. Just put it there. I get it. He uh, keeps forgetting to put his mask on. Sure. No, Makes a horrible joke where she's like, put your mask. She's like, uh, sir, I need you to put your mask on. He goes, he goes, okay, yeah, I'm not even vaccinated, by the way. And I go, I, I don't think you need to be vaccinated to fly. But also, like, a weird thing weird. to joke about. And he goes, oh, I'm just kidding. Don't worry. And she, go, she, she goes, why are you on this flight? Like, <laughs> like um, he goes and he puts it on. He goes, because she tells him like three times to the point where. Yeah. Uh, she's like, sir, if I tell you again, I'm going to have to inform the, the captain. He goes, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Like one of those where you have to be told. Yeah. We're like, dude, just get it. He, um, the main flight attendant comes on and he's British. And he goes, out loud. And I mean like, not to himself. I mean at a volume that everyone can hear. He goes, this guy sounds kind of gay. No. <laughs> I'm so pissed at this point, or I'm just like so over this dude. I go out loud louder than him. I go, nah, man, he's just British. I literally (laughs) say that out loud because I'm like, and and I'm looking to the person sitting next to me like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) He then proceeds to tell a, he turns to the person behind him and he goes, you guys ever heard of Daniel Tosh? Oh my God. He goes, I love Tosh.0. I was like, what? You see what I'm saying with like kind of a simple person? Like he's like 12 years old in his mind always. Because these are these are things that a 12 year old would do. Because I don't care if you've if you've only flown twice. There are certain like conventions that you should just understand or just be aware of if you're an adult human being. And he goes, "You guys heard the Dano Tosh joke about San Francisco?" And I go in my head, I'm like, "Here we fucking go." But I'm also at this point like so happy that someone else is doing something so you don't need to 
but also I'm so happy that like and I, I say God, I don't actually believe, but I'm like, I'm so happy God is sending me these crazy people because it is just a reminder. Like sometimes you need these people to come and you go like, oh yeah, sweet. Like I'm actually good. You know, you're sometimes like, wow, there are all these issues I have and my insecure or like how I'm doing in life, blah, blah, blah. And then you see one of these people, you go, I'm actually good. I'm chill. I can actually take a day off from getting down on myself because at least I'm not telling a, ta- a Daniel Tosh joke to a random person or ha- being a Greek restaurant without rice. At least I'm not being those. Um, he goes, yeah, you heard what uh, Daniel Tosh said about um, – I know, which is just crazy for someone to reference them. I'm sure Daniel w- would uh, be happy about it. I'm sure he – I mean, I thought it was funny. Daniel would think it's funny too that these are his fans. Um, he goes – you know, he said, San Francisco, more butt-fucking per square inch than anywhere else in the world. And I'm like, damn, bro. Good one. Good one. Good one. Enough to where the guy behind him didn't hear it. He repeated it. And the guy behind him, I'm not kidding, laughed for 60 seconds. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, shit, he found that, like, I don't even know if my dad would laugh. I think my dad would probably laugh at that, but not that hard. It would be be like a respectful laugh. It wouldn't be like a real belly laugh. It wouldn't be like a, like, if you react to that joke with, if if the first thought in your mind isn't, what the fuck, (laughs) then... (laughs) Then I honestly think you need to watch more comedy because if that's what you think is funny, dude, I got news for you. There is so much better shit out there. Your mind is going to be blown. If you think that's good, dude, I'm actually jealous of you because there is just a fucking there's a cornucopia of actually funny shit out there. That I'm not even talking about this show. Watch this show, too. But I'm just saying, like, there's just so much stuff out there that's good. That's better than a gay joke about San Francisco. Like, honestly. Crazy. And then, I don't think he talked for the rest of the flight. Um, no, and then we landed and he, and he took his mask off to talk on the phone immediately. And I was like, what's the deal, bro? Like, that's my thing with all this. I go, people don't, like, there are people that don't want to wear their masks. And, also, and then, then there are people that are like, so dumb they forget to wear them, you know? And it's good. Dude, I don't like wearing it. I fucking hate wearing the mask, especially like on, on the flight. flight the entire time. You're like, if, they, if they're the really tight ones, your jaw hurts for some reason. It's not fun. And on some of them, some of the flights, the flight attendants come on and they go, reminder that you need to replace your mask every time, uh, you, between every sip and bite. Oh, fuck off. For real. You, be right next to me if I'm going to do that because honestly, this is insane. Like, let me let me just eat my bad sandwich that you got from, like, uh, Air Chef or whatever those places are that just um, bring the free food. But um, that's been the past, you know, that's been the past week. There's been, a, you know, a lot of crazies. It, enjoyable for me, honestly, just to see these people and go, oh. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about the biggest thing that's happened since the last show, which was Travis Scott. Right. And I, I honestly don't have a lot to say about it. Because everyone's talked about it, and um, I think there's only really one side to have 
you know? Yeah. But what I will say is um, if you're going to release an apology video, send it to 10 people first yeah. and get send it to 10 people. You It's why you can't have yes men around because the apology video, one of the worst I've ever seen. So many memes made out of it of people just shitting on his apology video. Um, I mean, the choice to make it black and white, horrible, him looking down, rubbing his face like he just woke up. Like, just so many, so many bad things in it. But uh, it's also funny because I was, I was seeing online people were trying to make it that, like, Astroworld was some kind of satanic ritual. Sure. And he's, like, satanic. Yeah, you know? And I honestly would welcome that at this point. I would love that if that was the if that was real. Excuse. Yeah, exactly. Or if he was like that was the whole point. <laughs> but I will. There was one. Um, I saw a lot of videos from it, and it's sad, man. You know, nine people died. It's sad. Um, and people weren't making fun of people weren't making fun of it the way they were, like what what happened with Alec Baldwin. Where they were being kind of insensitive towards him, um, at least from what I saw. But the thing I just to get serious for like a second about it that kind of annoyed me was I saw videos from it, and there were people trying to help, and everyone else was just so preoccupied with either watching the show or videotaping themselves watching the show or people thought that the audience members trying to help were trying to get some kind of clout and record a TikTok video and it just I think is a reminder to everyone that this is what's happening we're so like delusional and sick right now as a culture and people um, that we can't even stop what we're doing to see someone on the ground choking to death because we can't be bothered by it because we're too focused on either being at a concert or thinking they're doing it for some kind of clout. That's the more concerning thing. It's, reality is so poisoned that people have to... No one knows what reality is anymore. They, they're like, this must be right. That's they sick. think it's... And I go, it, it, it really made me... Because the majority of people who are going to these concerts, I would going to Astroworld, I would say the median age is probably like 18 or 19. It's very young, younger, right? Younger, I'd say. Younger, younger. Yeah. yeah. And this is the this is the next generation. These are like teenagers. And if and look, I don't know what to compare it to. I people could be like, well, you don't know all the other concerts. Here's what I know. It's the deadliest concert. On record, I believe. I think there might be one other one that's worse, but the last one that was this bad was Woodstock in 1999, and there were 200,000 people there, and it was only two people that passed away. This was one quarter as many people and four times as much, which is crazy. Um, if this is where we're at, we're like, we, you can't even take a step back to be in reality and make sure a fellow human is doing okay it's a really bad sign and this is not me like preaching it to anyone listening to this because i kind of believe anyone listening to this wouldn't do that 
but it is kind of a reminder that like we need to just realize at the end of the day like it isn't just the digital like video for like real people exist who really can die that's the, yeah you are- need to care about people and i and like i'm not turning this into a oh we should love and care about each other more kind of thing cuz it feels trite but that is kind of the message that i got from this which is wow we're so removed that we're not even looking out for someone it's i'll stop but it is uh the intellectual it's people like there's a physical world and the digital world identities that exist in yes. both and now people they're are, fully in they're, the digital they're, they're 60 or higher percent in the digital because they see something happening in front of them in the physical world and 100%. Like, this can only be existing in the digital it's sick. they're in the meta they're in the metaverse they're already there like metas are they're already prepared already for there. it already to the point where it's like half the time you know that's and and it's partially all of our faults for all of these prank videos and all these fake things doing so well to where then you watch them and you go, you don't know what's real and what's not. And then people go, oh, it doesn't matter if it's real or not as long as it looks good online. It doesn't matter what happens in person as long as I get the 30-second clip. It doesn't matter that the cops were called and I actually threw a Dr. Pepper on a worker there and ruined their fucking day. I got the, I got the clip. I got... 10 million views and a million likes. So it's like, that's the kind of shit where I watch this and go, this is a bad sign. And then you, did you see all the people running to go to the merch tent yeah, to then resell it? Crazy. Again, you're like, yo, what is the point? What is, like, what's going on? It's, yeah. And if, and people will try to be like, you know, some, like a older person will go, you know, well, uh, Travis encourages his fans. It's like, you know, they try to make it all about... Dude, the agency is on the people as well. I, w- yeah. I will say, yes, they're teenagers, okay? And, teen- like, I expect teenagers to do dumb shit. I did dumb shit, of course. But I'm not going to blame one person for being, like... I- I- I've never seen him say, hey, you guys should... Tr-, you know, he's yeah. saying you should break barriers and try to break into the... V- I think blaming him is, like, an easy way. And it's ve- it's a very, like, mom and dad thing to do, to blame him. Now, look, he's not um, vindic Like, he definitely... Didn't uh, help. Didn't help and has liability and ha- can have part of the blame for, like, how this thing was run. And at the end of the day, it's his concert. Like, it's his name. So, you know, the buck has to stop somewhere. Like, you are the name of it. You're going to be. But even if you didn't do anything, like, you have to. You're 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 assuming that liability when you take on to do something like this. Right. Um, But my biggest takeaway was just like, damn, dude, we got to pull back a bit. And th- and this is not me being some luddite going like technology is bad, dude. I like f- I'm on it all the time. Look what I'm doing right now. I'm involved all of the time, but you gotta be able to pull out and go, oh, that's like you know someone's son, or is this person actually okay? Even if oh it's a prank, whatever. Oh shit, my bad, bro. I, I actually thought you were like hurt, you know. <laughs> oh my bad for caring. Yeah, my- <laughs> it's like. That was my big. I went, damn, dude. It's not a good, not a good sign. It's not a good indicate. I, I would just, yeah. It's, I think, especially for concerts, people just need to remember that you're going there to be around other people that enjoy the same things you do. It's not particular, evenly, even to listen to the person's music live. Because if it was just you and the artist, you wouldn't yeah. like that. It's about being also half the time the sound mixing is all is that. not good. So it's just, yeah. I think 
that is like I mean, it's the is, energy of being there with the this people. This is a very luddite take that I'm about to say, but it is like yeah. The the point of concerts and shows is to be with other people. It's to be there with you. the and people. Yeah, that's the most gorgeous part of humanity. Hundred percent is, is being at like a good concert with yeah, dude, a thousand other people that like what you like. Are you kidding me? Good concert. Good. I mean, it's why yeah. people go to the movies. You don't even think exactly. about it, but when you're watching it, when you're having this shared experience with a bunch of other people, even if there's no noise, it's this weird like thing in the air. This like en- energy shit where you go like, oh, I'm having this shared experience. With other people. Yeah. I mean, you know, getting back to seeing some psychopath in the train, even in that small little moment, you're like, at least I'm sharing this. In that moment, someone, you know, someone pulls, pulls out a bucket of oysters and starts throwing them <laughs> all over the place. You'd much rather look to your right and be like, at least this guy's here with me experiencing this, and it's not just me, <laughs> than you just being alone with your phone. Which is just, yeah, with your, with your phone. You'd rather be like, this is fucking wild, right. right? Yeah, instead of just being like, "Y'all, I'm on the six train. Shit's shit's going crazy <laughs> right now." I mean, and, and granted, the you know that actually be a pretty funny video. I would love to see that video. Um, but yeah, kind of a, a interesting thing to end on. Uh, hold on, is there one? Oh, I, you, you're gonna like this because yeah. we have to end because I know um, we gotta get out of here. Uh, you heard about the um, the sweet baby Ray's thing with uh, yeah with Zuck uh, Zuck yeah. Have you seen this this uh, clip of him the like super um, super cut of him just saying it like a hundred times? Yeah, he'd be, it's it's connected to the meats super cut super cut. I just like this guy <laughs> is for right. an alien. This is where all the meat uh, clips came from too. What meat clips? We're smoking what? these meats. Oh yeah, he says that right. He in this facebook live he says smoking these meats and sweet baby rays like 25 times each is it's this like where sweet baby rays came from or did, did, doesn't he have it on his like uh he just on his shelf be, so this is where i think his marketing team did a good job because of these videos being poked around the internet as uh-huh. jokes they're like just toss the sweet baby rays up on your bookshelf and it'll get people oh that's actually really that's smart definitely what happened but he like it's funny here because he doesn't know he's being a weirdo on these the original videos He's literally just I think when he raised. started Facebook, he wasn't that weird, and I'm not sure what happened to him. You know, his like face changed, right? Uh, yeah, you can see all that, but I think he was always a weird, different types of weird. Yeah, he just, went from being like OD, like why won't anybody like me? Weird to kind of really performative theater kid weird, for lack of a better. Like, yeah, hyper, I think hyper performative. I think it's the like the confluence of so much money and power and so little social skills. Uh, like, I mean, sweet baby rays. The sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays is very good. Sweet baby rays. We have just applied the sweet baby rays. We have just, dude. He sounds like an engineer yeah. when he's making barbecue. We have just applied. And dude, these guys look, look like normal dudes. dudes. <laughs> uh, honestly, these guys look. And uh, this guy a little fucking weird. Yeah. This guy look. If I saw this dude at a party, I'd be like, guy. "What up? Yeah. What's good?" And he and I'd be like, "What do you do for a living?" And he'd say, "Tech, work in tech." But guess what? He would tell me what he does in tech, or he would go, "Ah, some bullshit in tech. It's all the same." And I would go, "I fucking Fucking like like you, bro." (laughs) Yeah. Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays. Maybe throw some sweet. Wait, this guy's face. At this point, he's like, "You've said that too many times." (laughs) This is it. Look right here. Sweet baby rays. (laughs) Is it? You go. Why you keep saying that? Sweet baby rays on the ribs, and take it from there. His face, man. I think, you know what it is? Part of me wants to feel bad. If he's not a lizard person, part of me wants to feel bad. 
I think he knows how memeable he is and is so aware of it and is maybe con- like constantly so hyper vigilant to not be weird that he, yeah. that he becomes weird. Like he wants so bad to be normal that it makes it impossible for him to be normal. Right. Someone someone told him the sweet baby rays was like what what normal people eat. And, and he's, he's like, like, "Oh, perfect. that's that's a talk. Yeah, his brain's like that's a talking point for me to be able to be normal." Yeah, he's like, "Fucking Come please god, I just want to be normal." <laughs> and like literally and there is the part of me that goes, "I feel bad for this dude because he's trying so hard." But I I think he doesn't realize if he just came out and was like, hey, guys, I'm fucking weird as fuck, and that's just who I am, and I'm always going to do weird shit, and that's just Zuck, baby. People would love him. Yeah. But I think that's it. The weirdest thing is that, uh, like, if someone was doing, it's just barbecue sauce. Like if I've like, never heard of I've like if n- someone said, "Yo, can you pass me the barbecue sauce? No problem. Yo, can you pass me the sweet baby rays?" Yeah, like, even what? if someone was like, "Pass me the Frank's Red Hot." If they That's said it mean. after three or four times, I'd be like, "Just say hot sauce, bro." Yeah. yeah, ketchup by brand. It sounds like he just someone told him, <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh no, we call it sweet baby razor." Or they go like, someone was like, "Oh, um, you know how they 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 don't call." Hennessy cognac yeah. they call it like Hennessy, Hennessy because they're like it's not just cognac it's Hennessy right he's like it's not just barbecue sauce it's sweet baby race yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so he just has to keep <laughs> it's like when um like he has ever been in a supermarket buying it but <laughs> uh, exactly this guy's not been to the supermarket in so long it's it's almost like when someone learn like learns a new word or get something new, and they just keep yeah. mentioning it. Like, oh, do you want an espresso? We got like instead yeah. of a coffee, they go. We just got a new espresso. Do you really got to see the espresso? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, yeah, I I was going to get an espresso pods the other day, and it's like, hey, bro, we got it. You bought a new machine for two hundred dollars. Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. That's, yeah. That's uh, one. You're right. Yeah. And they are pretty tight, but also like call just it say that. Just it call it. It's just your car. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They do say my Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. They do. I've I've never met one person who owns a Tesla that doesn't call it their Tesla. And it's the opposite for when someone has an Android. They like that. Yeah. Your phone. Yeah, my phone. <laughs> yeah. So my phone. Yeah. Oh, you got an iPhone? Yeah, my phone. phone. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Text uh, me real quick. Let me see yeah. that. Share your location Let, with yeah. me right now. Let's just <laughs> end with him saying Sweet Baby Rays and looking at the camera. Be Rays on the ribs and take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to take it out, guys. That's it. And just take it. <laughs> having sex, he's like, yeah, we're just, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a condom on and then just. Uh, take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. All right, guys. We love you. Have a good week. Talk to you soon.